Greetings, saints of God. This is Pastor Monty Lester, the senior pastor of the Cedar Grove Church, located right here in beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee at 528 East Main Street. And we're grateful to God for yet another opportunity just to come and to share his word today to all of you that have tuned in once again to be empowered, to be equipped, to be encouraged by what by the word of God and what he is doing. And I just want to say thank you once again for all of those that have continued to tune in and I'm grateful, too, for the ministry that has continued to go forth even during this season. The Cedar Grove Church is still meeting the needs of God's people. Yes, Lord, the church has left the building. Hallelujah. But the church is still going forth with power and authority. So I'm grateful to God for all of those that have served behind the scenes so faithfully. Yes, Lord, week after week, still making sure that ministry goes forth. Especially proud of our Financial Peace University and the couples and singles and people that are participating in it. Uh, we're applying biblical principles so that people can be strengthened and encouraged by that. And we just thank God for all the great things he's continuing to do. We pray God's blessings upon all of those that have lost loved ones. Hallelujah. Those that have, have gone through even seasons of sickness and sadness and sorrow. And I just believe the word of God that we don't have to sorrow as others who have no hope. If we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even those that sleep in him, amen, that he shall bring them back with him. So we're grateful to God for this privilege. Thank him for this pleasure. Thank him for this opportunity to share with you. And I want to continue today in our series that we started last week. Hallelujah. The series is called A Place Called Heaven. Amen. A Place Called Heaven. And last week we put an emphasis on the requirements of heaven. Hallelujah. And this week we're going to go just a little further. Hallelujah. I want to call your attention to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 13 through 14. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 13 and 14. And I'm going to share from the King James translation of the word of God today. And when you have it, please say, I got it. Amen. Amen. Here begins the reading of God's word. Verse 13 says, but I will not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning those who are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so that them that sleep also in Jesus, will God bring with him? For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven, and with the shout of the voice of an archangel, and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with the clouds, to, with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Today, the Lord, now I want to minister from this subject again, continuing in our place called Heaven series. Uh, today, we want to talk about the reunion in heaven, the reunion in heaven. Let us pray. Precious Lord, we praise you. We thank you, O God, once again for this privilege and pleasure of presenting your word to these, your people. And Lord, I pray now that you take me, your servant, hide me behind your cross. Let no flesh be seen. Let your word be glorified. I'm going to say thank you now for what you're about to do. Have your way in the hearts and minds of these, your people. It's in the marvelous, matchless, and mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Somebody loves him, shout amen. 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 The reunion in heaven. Hallelujah. One of the favorite things uh, that I enjoyed from my childhood is coming together for the family reunion. 
uh, that was a time when all of my cousins uh, from all over the, the country would come together and to celebrate uh, and to, sh uh, to celebrate the things that we've been going through and to share a meal and a laugh with one another. And even down through the years, not only with cousins, but also as I've gone through high school and other levels of education, I've enjoyed uh, Reuni reuniting with my classmates, amen. Uh, not only cousins, but also classmates. Going back to the high school reunion every year to see the people and see the changes that have come in their lives, to see the children and grandchildren that they have brought into the earth and to hear about how God is blessing and how he's moving. But even not only in high school, but even in college, yes, Lord, for cousins and classmates, but even colleagues, uh, one of my favorite things is to go back for homecoming every year and to share a laugh at the frat house and to hang out. As a matter of fact, I do my best preaching at the frat house sometimes, amen, and just see what God has done in the life of all of those that I've gone to college with, amen. But I want to let you know today there is another type of reunion that's coming. It's not just about cousins and classmates and colleagues. Hallelujah. This reunion I'm talking about today is a reunion with Christians. Amen. A time when the body of believers are coming together once again. Hallelujah. To celebrate the coming of the king. And that brings me to my text today, because in this time of of loss, when we are uh, uh, so familiar with so many things that we have lost during this season. Hallelujah. Uh, being able to say goodbye to so many things. It's good to understand that we've been made in do it for a night, but joy cometh in the morning light, and God is in the process of bringing us back together, amen, to reunite us. And, and today I want to talk about the reunion in heaven. And as we continue in this uh, Place Called Heaven series, again, last week we talked about the requirements of heaven, but today I want to talk about the reunion in heaven. Because here in this uh, fourth chapter of the First Thessalonians, this is the Apostle Paul that's speaking, and Paul is giving one of his pastoral epistles to the church at Thessalonica. And what he's talking about is in the midst of uh, losses, yes, Lord, when people that have gone on uh, to try the realities of another world, he's teaching, he's preaching, and he's sending a word of comfort and consolation. Paul begins in verse number 13 by saying, I will not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning those who are asleep that you sorrow not as even as others who have no hope. Paul wanted to make sure that they were not unaware and that they were not unhappy. Amen. Uh, he said, I would not have you ignorant, unaware of what goes on when people uh, leave this life and go on to try the realities of another world. And just like any good pastor, he's giving comfort and consolation. Hallelujah. He's telling them that you don't have to be unaware and that you don't have to be unhappy, that you don't have to sorrow uh, for the loss of those. We sorrow not even as others who have no hope. And what he's doing here, he's teaching them and introducing to them, uh, going on and continuing in a teaching that he has started here at the Church of Thessalonica about this Christian terminology that we call eschatology. Amen. And I want to advance your uh, a Christian vocabulary today and talk about this thing called eschatology because this is the subject matter of the text today that the Apostle Paul is talking about. He's talking about eschatology and eschatology is derived from two Greek words. One meaning es uh, eschatos and the other logos meaning and the words come together to mean last word. Amen. Uh, to mean last word. It talks about the biblical doctrine of last things. Hallelujah. Last things. He's talking about the consummation of the age when uh, the return of Christ is coming, where he will uh, 
He's coming with judgments of the wicked, as, all, as well as reunion and rewards of the righteous. Uh, some of you have been familiar with not only the word eschatology, but maybe the word rapture. And that's the coming of the age, the end of all things. And what Paul is telling them there is that you don't have to be ignorant about the losses that we have experienced. Hallelujah. Because he's talking about there's going to be a reunion of all believers in heaven. And believe it or not, I just believe that's a relevant word for such a time as this. As we've gone through this COVID-19 season and so many things that we have come accustomed to. We've been come accustomed to losses. Hallelujah. Many have lost jobs. Many have lost uh, loved ones. Many have lost their health. Hallelujah. But I just thank God today that even in the midst of losses, hallelujah, God is the one that's going to return and give a reunion of the believers today. Amen. And that's what we want to talk about just real quickly as we go deeper into the word of God today. Uh, the first thing I want to point out as we travel through the text is a promise of a reunion. Hallelujah. God is promising a reunion here. Again, he's telling the church at Thessalonica that I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning those who are asleep, that you sorrow not even as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died, yeah, and rose again, even so them that also sleep in Jesus, will God bring with him? Hallelujah. He's talking about the time when Christ is coming back to the earth. And he's talking about this time because, you know, God has a way of making an entrance. Amen. Uh, in verse number 15, he tells, for I say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Check out his interest here. In verse 16, he says, for the Lord himself, yeah, shall descend from heaven and with the shout and the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. In other words, on this day right here at the coming of the age, when when all is said and done, there's nothing else to do or say God is on his way back. Amen. God has promised that he's coming back. And what I love about this is that he's going to come back and he's going to give a reunion of all of those that have believed and confessed Jesus as Christ, as Lord. Amen. Amen. And as we talk about this promised reunion, first of all, he's talking about a reunion of three different types of three different groups of children of God. Amen. Three different groups of children of God. Uh, the first group that he's talking about this reunion is talking about the group from the grave. Somebody shout the grave. Hallelujah. Because in verse number 16, the B clause says that uh, uh, with the voice of an archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Yes, Lord. Uh, this reunion uh, of believers is coming from the grave. This is the day when the dead in Christ shall rise first. This is talking about uh, a heavenly reunion, a reunion of saints coming together in heaven. And the Bible talks about this thing uh, where the graveyard is going to look like a plowed field. Uh, some of you understand that the souls of the saints have already been transitioned to heaven. But this day, on this day, uh, on the consummation of the age, when Christ comes back for the second coming of Christ, it's talking about how he's going to pull together uh, the bodies, the glories uh, of bodies of all of those who have died in Christ. Hallelujah. Those that, uh, that have died previously. Yes. Uh, he, those that have died previously. Yes. For, and he's calling those that uh, sleep in God for the dead in Christ 
shall rise first. Those uh, are the people that have gone on to try the realities of the, another world. And this is a beautiful occasion because, believe it or not, he's pulling back all of those elements of all of those that have died first. He's doing a reunion of those that have come from the grave. In other words, all of the atoms and molecules, regardless of where they are, uh, even if you've been cremated previously, yes, Lord, he's going to bring all of that back and going to re- uh, put us all back together in what we call our glorious body. Yes, Lord. And I don't know about you, but some of us are looking forward to a glorious body. Uh, some of us may not be extremely happy with the body that he gave us the first time around. Yes, Lord. But but in this reunion right here, yes, uh, uh, when we're coming from the grave, yes, Lord, he's going to give us a body where there's no dying. Uh, there's no decaying. Huh? Uh, there's no decline. Yes, Lord. No diabetes. None of that stuff. Yes, Lord. He's going to bring us back from the grave, uh, 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 from the grave. Yes, Lord, a promise reunion. But not only that first group of folks are from the grave, but he's also going to pull another group from the ground, from the ground. Verse number 17 says it this way. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. Yes, Lord, from the ground. He's talking about those that are still uh, walking around at this time. Those that are still roaming the earth at the time when Jesus comes back. Yes, Lord. He's going to pull us all together. Yes, Lord. Uh, Those from the grave as well as those from the ground. Hallelujah. And there are those that have been still that are still alive. Yes, Lord. God is bringing back the body of believers together to have a glorious reunion. He promised. Yes, he promised that for those that have gone on to try the realities of another world, our our grandmothers and great grandmothers. Yes, Lord. And great great grandmothers and those that we may not have even known on this side. Yes. uh, uh, Those from the grave are going to have a reunion with those from the ground. Can you imagine that kind of time? I know we have a good time when we come together, yes, Lord, uh, for homecoming. I know we have a good time when we come together uh, for Thanksgiving, yes, Lord. Even us, those of us that are missing church right now, yes, we, we can't wait to get back even in the building. But, but the day is coming, yes, Lord, when, when God has promised there will be a reunion and a reunion of three groups of God's children, uh, those from the grave and then those from the ground. And then the last group that he's talking about here is those from glory. Yes. Uh, verse 17b puts it this way. Hallelujah. And then we sh- uh, uh, that uh, it says this, that these then we which are alive and remain should be caught up together with them in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air. Uh, to meet the Lord in the air. In other words, we, the one coming from glory is going to be the Lord himself. Hallelujah, the Lord himself. And there was a song that was out not too many years ago called I Can Only Imagine. Uh, what that day would be. Uh, when forever I can be with thee. Amen. Can you remember that day, that song? Hallelujah. It just talks about uh, uh, imagining what it would be when you're able to see your Lord and your Savior face to face, uh, uh, to see the one that hung, bled, and died for the remission of your sins. Hallelujah. Those that were in the grave, those that were on the ground, yes, Lord, you're going to meet the one from glory. Yes, Lord. Uh, can you imagine 
what that day is going to be like. He's talking about a promised reunion. Yes, Lord. And, and God is saying, you know what? We're going, to be meet, we're going to meet up together in glory. We're going to meet up in the middle of the air. Because on this day right here, uh, at this time, at the consummation of the age, he's talking about the old heaven and the old earth will pass away. Yes, Lord. Revelations 21 talks about that. Talks about how he has destroyed the earth and hallelujah. And he's going to make all things new. Uh, a new heaven and a new earth. That's what John saw in his revelation in, jo- in Revelation 20. Hallelujah. So those from the grave, yes, Lord, those from the ground and those from glory are going to be a part of the promised reunion. Hallelujah. But not only do I want to talk about the promise of a reunion today, I want to talk about the prerequisites for a reunion. Hallelujah. And the prerequisites for a reunion. Because believe it or not, uh, uh, I remember a time when uh, I was in college. Yes, Lord. And and there were certain classes that I wanted to take. And in order to take those classes, you had to pass a certain number of classes already. Uh, uh, Certain classes were necessary to be completed even before you're able to enter into the next class. Uh, What I want to talk about today is the prerequisites for the reunion, because believe it or not, it's not a college class. It's not certain classes that are necessary. But in order for this prerequisite, the prerequisites necessary for this reunion, uh, a certain confession is necessary. Hallelujah. Uh, Paul put it this way in Romans chapter 10, verse number nine. Yes. Uh, If we confess with our mouth, if we believe with our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is is Lord, hallelujah, that we shall be saved. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad that he has made the uh, prerequisites quite easy. Amen. Because all we have to do is believe. Hallelujah. We don't have to worry about tuition. Uh, We don't have to worry about passing some of those classes that we struggle with the first time around. All that we have to do is believe. Yes, Lord. The Bible says in verse 14, yes, for if we believe, yeah, that Jesus died, and rose again, even those who sleep in him, uh, will God bring with him. And I don't know about you, but I thank God that God, uh, he's put this prerequisite there that's easy. Amen. Uh, because right now, uh, the prerequisites for this reunion is not necessarily our classes that we've taken. Uh, it's not necessarily the cousins that we're connected with. It's not necessarily the classmates that we went to school with. It's not necessarily the colleagues that we've gone and that we have matriculated with. Yes, Lord. But this prerequisite right here is our profession. Uh, If we believe that Jesus died and that he rose again, yes, Lord, those that also sleep in him, Christ said that he's going to bring with them at this this reunion. Hallelujah. And it's because we believe, amen, he's going to reunite us, not just with the classmates. Hallelujah. He's going to reunite us with with Christians. And as I get ready to take my seat on this Sunday, hallelujah, the question to consider is what do you believe? Uh, the question to consider is, is what do you believe? Because I know many of us like to come back together for the reunion, but the admission to this reunion, yes, Lord, you don't need a bunch of cash. Uh, uh, you don't need any connections. Hallelujah. All you need to do is confess uh, what you believe in your heart. And I want to let you know today that I believe it today. <laughs> yes, Lord, I, I believe 
uh, that Jesus is the son of God. Yes, if we believe that Jesus died and that he rose again. Yes, Lord, even those that sleep in Jesus uh, will God bring with them when he comes. Yes, Lord. And I'm just wondering, does anybody else believe it today? Yes, Lord, I, I believe in the miraculous birth. Yeah, I believe that he lived a sinless life. Yeah, I believe that he died on a cross for my sins. I, I believe that he arose on the third day. I believe that after he uh, uh, roamed the earth for 40 years, yes, Lord, uh, 40 weeks, uh, 40 days, excuse me, that he ascended to heaven. I believe that he's ruling and, and reigning now on the right hand side of the father i believe that he's coming back again to reclaim and you reunite uh, us with him amen and i just believe that we're going to be in his presence and i believe that it's going to be per uh, permanent hallelujah because paul said it this way yes lord that uh, so shall we ever be with the lord in other words we don't have to worry about going home from the reunion yes we don't have to worry about whether or not we're going to get back to the next reunion you know because this one is going to be permanent and we're going to be forever in his presence. Yes, Lord. And I don't know about you, uh, but I believe today. But the question to consider is not what I believe, but the question is, what do you believe? What do you believe? Because believe it or not, Jesus is coming back. And I just believe that even in this season right here, hallelujah, and I just wanted to keep it as simple as possible today, hallelujah, that there is going to be a reunion in heaven. Many of us are too familiar with just the losses that we've been able to experience uh, so many people are so acquainted with things that have been lost in this season. But but I just got good news today. Hallelujah. That God is saying that regardless of what you lost, uh, nothing can, can be nothing can be compared to what we shall receive when we get to heaven. And the question to consider again is, are you going to show up at the reunion? Are you going to be at the reunion this time? Because he's talking about when he comes back for the second time. Yes, Lord, he's he's coming back for the second time that there are certain people that will show up. There are going to be three groups of saints. Those that are coming from the ground, from the grave, those that are coming from the ground uh, and those that will meet him in glory. Hallelujah. And the question to consider is not if you're a cousin of somebody who's famous or somebody else who has made the confession. Hallelujah. The question to consider is not if it's if you are a classmate or a colleague. The question to consider is, have you made the confession? Have you received the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ? Because believe it or not, he's sounding the trumpet even now. Uh, when you see wars and rumors of wars, when you see earthquakes and diverse places, uh, when you see fires and, and floods and when you see all the things that you see every time you turn on the news, what God is doing right now, he's just sounding the alarm. He's sounding the alarm and he's letting you know, hallelujah, that he's on his way back. But what I love about the Lord is that he's, he's one that is abundant and long-suffering. His desire is that none should perish, but all should come to repentance. So the question to consider today is, what about you? Uh, when God comes back to the earth, uh, will you see his face in peace or will you see or will you not? Because believe it or not, this reunion is a close reunion. Hallelujah. We're going to a gated community. Everybody's not allowed. Hallelujah. But if you receive Christ as your Savior, hallelujah, the result of this reunion is comfort. Yes, Lord, come unto me, all you are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn of me. Paul says to comfort one another with these words. And I don't know about you, but that's comforting to me today. 
Hallelujah. Many of us have lost loved ones. Many of us have lost a number of things. But I'm glad today that this is not the end. I'm glad that we're able to reunite with God over there where the wicked shall cease from troubling and over there where the weary shall be at rest. So if you haven't received Christ as your personal Savior today, we want to let you know today that, hallelujah, that is as easy as ABC, except believe and confess. Uh, Romans 10 and 9 says, if you accept the fact that you are born a sinner, believe that Jesus is the Son of God, make that confession with your mouth, you shall be saved. Hallelujah. You've heard the word. Now it's just time to receive the word. Because I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to reuniting in heaven. I'm looking forward to the reunion with my loved ones and all the saints of God that have gone on before. The word of God for the people of God and the people of God did say, amen. Give God some praise today. He's worthy of honor, glory, and praise. Hallelujah.